Hey, it's Stacy. Mother's Day is complicated. I get it. This episode is straight from my heart as I walk this morning with the dogs, bright and early. Stick around. Episode 23 of the Where To Next podcast is coming at you. Let's try this. It's different today. I'm feeling inspired. I'm out for a walk with my dogs. It is Mother's Day. And normally I record on Monday or Tuesday, but I'm going away this week. I'm meeting a friend and we have 60 hours away from our families and just time to connect and bond and relax and do the girlfriend things. And I'm really looking forward to it. And as I think about leaving and I think about today, Mother's Day, I know it's a complicated day for a lot of women, whether you are a mother, you want to be a mother, you were a mother, or your relationship with your own mom was complicated, nuanced, whatever that is. I see you. I see this. I know this because my mother died when I was 19. And yes, it was all the things. As you can probably imagine, there's definitely a line of demarcation in my life before my mom and after my mom. And what I want to talk about today is what I learned after my mom died. And I'm very aware Of course, I learned a lot of things, but first and foremost, most profound was how to take care of myself, not in a superficial way. I was a sophomore in college. I knew how to take care of my basic needs. What I mean is that deep caring for myself. I was fortunate enough to have the relationship with my mom where I could call and she could know She'd know, and just by the tone of my voice, what I needed or something was weighing on my heart. She could tell just by how I walked in the door and threw my book bag down on either the floor or the table what had happened that day. And when she died, I no longer had that person. And sure, there were many people I could have called and did. I had girlfriends who stood up and stepped in, and friends of the family, and parents, friends, mothers of my girlfriends, and my dad, of course, and aunties. And even before I could talk to them, I learned how to identify what it was I truly needed. And my first memory of doing this was shortly after my mom died, there were many moments where I instinctively wanted to pick up the phone and call her. This was 1991, right? Long before cell phones and texting. And oh my gosh, those first few times I wanted to call her and realized, oh gosh, I can't, she's not here physically to talk to. Gosh, that was gut-wrenching. And yet I remember being in that space of about to pick up the phone and want to talk to her and carrying through and saying, oh mom, if you were here, this is what I would say. And Through that process, I was able to clarify what I was needing from her. And in turn, I became aware that was what I needed from myself. And that process of listening to myself, sitting with me as I processed what I needed, as I articulated internally or externally, that was a beautiful thing. And I didn't realize it then didn't actually realize it until I became a mother. What I was doing was I was learning to mother myself. 
and not mother. Mother is a loaded word, right? When I think about moms and sometimes how I am as a mom and my own mom, right? There's the loving, doting mom. There's the nagging mom. Did you clean your room? Did you do your homework? That kind of thing. I'm not talking about that aspect of being a mom. I am talking about that deep connection my mom and I had, that knowing, that loving, holding love, demonstrating love, just being love. And that's what I mean when I think about mothering myself. It's also a way for those of us who may not have had a great relationship with our mothers, or maybe we didn't have any relationship at all, to care for ourselves in the way that we wish our moms could have. I've continued this practice today because it's been 30 plus years since my mom died. And there are, of course, still moments where I wish I could call her and talk to her and have her advice. And what I do in those moments is what I would do right after she died. I sit down and I talk to her and I say, hey, this is what's going on. And I imagine what she might say to me. And really that is my connection with my mom, but it's also my connection with me, this re-mothering. I love this technique, this tool, and I leave it with you today. Maybe it's helpful, maybe it's not. As with anything I share, take what works and leave what doesn't. Try something someday and it's there for you. And if this speaks to you on any level, I want you to know I'm running a very small group for people starting May 30th. It's a six-week group where you and three other women come together with me virtually. The intent is to do these in person in the future, but right now we're doing the best we can. I'm doing the best I can by doing it virtually. One hour a week for six weeks, and then there's a couple 30-minute sessions with me in there. And it's a place for you to come and connect with yourself and with other women because we heal we need support. We get through life when we are connected to other people. And the very act of showing up for yourself, of telling yourself and your life and all the people in your life, yes, no, on this day at this time, I am doing this for myself. It is an honoring and a lot can shift just by claiming that space. So if you're interested, I will drop more details in a later episode of a podcast. And you can always email me, hello at stacyv.com for more information. And that is all, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. This podcast is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not meant as a substitute for medical advice or mental health care.